Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome. I'm doing it. Hello. the last one. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Hello. Welcome. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Stop. I'm doing it. Stop talking. Put your finger down. No, stop talking. I'm doing it. Hello and welcome to an episode of Not Without My Sister. Shut up. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, the cultural podcast where we digest the things you're watching, listening to and absorbing so you don't have to. I'm Rosemary McCabe and I'm joined by my sister Beatrice McCabe and today we're going to talk about the high-end, Emmy Award winning, Golden Globe nominated, very unlikely, Virgin River. Back for a fourth season on Netflix. Beatrice, can you believe we've watched four seasons of this and Charmaine's twins are only five months gestation I can Rosemary it's been like a blow by blow episodic experience to me how would you describe Virgin River Beatrice well Rosemary I describe it as small town um, no no the show yeah I'm getting there oh sorry I would describe it as small town living you know upstanding moral culture meets gritty gang related oh yeah I forgot about that kidnapped kidnapping stroking out locals. Rosemary, don't make this eyes. Stroking, stroking. Like your woman your woman had a stroke and then like lost her her reason. Grief. Who grief. had a stroke? Grief. Dealing with grief. Grief dealing she TV show. She was in a car accident. She also had a stroke the out there. Brain injury. Didn't she also had a stroke? I don't think so. I can't even remember her name oh, now. Oh, she's an actual wife. pain. She's actual pain the whole, that one. Oh, I think she's gas. Oh, grumpy or so. Oh yeah, but like anyway, grumpy or so. Anyway, gangs... Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I should say PTSD. Oh, yeah. God. It's, yeah. it's like if Ozark met Heart of Dixie. Ozark. Are you having yes. a laugh right now? Ozark because of the drugs, right? No, Rosemary. Beatrice, no. I'm allowed to talk. Oh, fine. Ozark met Heart of Dixie met Saving Private Ryan. 
Because the army and the PTSD. <laughs> Drugs. Traditional wholesome small town is always an event on. And then the army. Honestly, though, more than anything, I was like, these small town events are full episodes in themselves. And I was like, these small town events are amazing. Like the Shakespearean, they had a Shakespearean summit at their most recent small town event. sounds fair, Beatrice. Yeah, whatever. A Shakespearean like, It was. <laughs> Rosemary, all they did was quote Shakespeare. I know, it was actually gas. But there's absolutely no way anybody has these professionally produced costumes. I, they were very and then all like and all of a sudden people who were like oh like are you going to the fair I think I might go suddenly turned up in like fucking the equivalent of Vivian Westwood it Rosemary, was bizarre Rosemary I am st- I, I'm not appreciating the fact that I bring up a topic you dismiss it only then to lean in and embrace and fully condemn I'm it you're correct no Rosemary I'm it starting- just wasn't a Shakespeare summit it was a renaissance fair I'm starting to think Rosemary that you are actually a wannabe virgin rubber live whatever that whatever it's called like inhabitant because you are highly unskeptical until i bring up something to skepticize over i don't think that's correct english i think that's absolutely correct you're welcome oh is that because you're from the shakespearean subit submit shakespearean subit Um, okay, look, let's just get back to the point. Virgin River That was is, the point, Rosemary. Virgin River is a show about... Misogynists? No. A woman who's well, dealing yes, with... but not yet. A woman who's dealing with her own PTSD who moves to this small town from... Where's she moving from? Chicago I think something? San Francisco, maybe. Oh. Who moves to this small town to be a nurse midwife at the practice of the local curmudgeon. Do you remember he was curmudgeonly in the first couple he of episodes? He calls himself curmudgeonly and multiple totally, times. And he's totally, like, nice and lovely to no, everyone. No, Rosemary, now. he's called a misogynist. Oh, well, this and they all are, Beatrice. Yes, he's not a curmudgeon. He's called a misogyn. It means I'm a curmudgeon and a misogynist. I, I got that, yes. Oh, just in case anybody That was a beautiful portmanteau. Thank you. Oh, oh. Sorry. Thank you. Portmanteau. Oh my god! Oh, I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna look that. I'm gonna look that up later on. I'm not sure that's the correct term, but anyway, go ahead. Yes, when you combine two words, keep going. Jegging. Oh my god! <laughs> a <laughs> lot of know? jeggings. A lot of jeggings are worn in this town. Oh yeah, sorry. A lot of jegg. A lot of ponchos. It's actually quite like Fort Wayne in that sense. I'd like, I'd say they like a kind of a camel, a camel booty, a camel toe. Keep a going. Camel booty. Heart of Dixie, though, just just to, to clarify, is pretty much the same show. In Heart of Dixie, Rachel Bilson of the OC comes to this small town to work as a doctor in the local practice. The doctor who's working there at the time doesn't know she's coming or something, gets like bunny on bum bum, as mum would say, gets like in a, in a rage about it. But then they all end up being bestie mates. And she also ends up stealing, I think, the local like barkeep from some other woman huh. who was engaged to him or something. Does sound Basically similar. The, the only difference being that what's her face, Alexandra, whatever her name is, does not become a doctor. She moves to be an RA or whatever it is. Right? She's a nurse and midwife, Alexandra yes. Breckenridge. Not go. as I find out sadly on Twitter, Evan Rachel Wood. Actually, oh, <laughs> <laughs> tell that story, Rosemary. I, think I told it already. One time I tweeted about like how great Evan Rachel Wood was in American Horror Story, and she was like, "Haha, that's not me." What? Oh, God bless you. Very embarrassing. Anyway, yes, I love Alexandra. I, lo- I love this actress, right? She is extremely nice, extremely charming, extremely stylish, like has all the very relatable. No, she is. She's got, stylish. I mean, she's very, sorry, to hark back to our most recent Patreon episode, she's very pumpkin spice latte. I'm sorry, I meant in real life. 
Oh yeah, sorry. Like sorry. she just seems she just seems like very relatable, normal, like, I like her, nice, yeah. charming, etc. And then in the show. Oh, they're all bored. An independent show. individual meets this guy, the barkeeper, ex PTSD. Bar owner. Oh, bar owner. Ex PTSD. Very much current oh, PTSD. Sorry, cur- current PTSD. <laughs> Toxic masculinity at, at its fore, but like masquerading as charming Sunday night family viewing. Like that's the part that I find so weird. Is that like it's now season four, season three? I messaged you multiple times because you were behind me on the viewing, and I was like, Jackson, absolute weirdo loser. And she needs to dump him pronto. Yeah, and she never did. And now she's still with Jack. Season they're engaged now. Okay, well, no spoilers. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Sorry, they're engaged. Sorry, we are going to have spoilers. Okay, many spoilers coming. They are engaged. (laughs) She is having potentially having his child. Potentially not. No, no, she is having his child. Potentially. Right? What That's the whole thing. Like, he doesn't know, is it his child? Is it her ex-husband's child? But they found child? out it is his child. I haven't watched that oh, episode sorry, yet. I thought you were finished. Fuck's sakes. Sorry. Oh my God, you haven't seen the final. No, oh my God. The, the final, final episode. The finale. Sorry, like the final episode of this series. Beatrice, there's a big reveal coming. I thought we were going to talk about it. Oh, we can if you want. It's fine. Anyway, <sighs> like, but the whole thing is like, he's this massive weirdo about like the fact that she is agonizing over like her ex-husband's dead. Ex-husband. Her husband. He's not her ex. Her husband died only a year ago, right? Yes. Now we find out in this I, season. This I texted you because I watched the first couple of episodes way ahead of you, and now obviously have like stalled because I was so bored by his misogynistic dickheadness. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like they've only been going out. She was like, "Well, it's just barely over a year since my husband died." I was like, "Actually." Now that I say that, makes zero sense that he he could possibly Sorry. be the the None father's child. What? How could he possibly be the father's child if he was... if Father's was, child? The father oh, of the, her child? Yeah, the father... Sorry, the child's father. If, like, he was dead over a year. Like, what is this magic Beatrice, sperm? She had their embryo implanted. This is, like, a major plot oh, yeah, line forgot, of the whole third season is that she and Jack have a fight and she immediately oh, goes yeah, off yeah, the fertility yeah, that was clinic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. I like, forgot. Sorry. Doesn't have to take any of the drugs, apparently. Doesn't have to work herself up to it. No, goes she into doesn't. The clinic, they pop the egg in. Facility. The egg takes. <laughs> she's pregnant. And then she comes back and Jack's like, sorry, I want to get back together. And she's like, well, I have I'm to pregnant. say, do you think that anybody whoever had to go through fertility treatment is ever going to be like, pops the egg in. The egg but takes. That's, sorry, that's the Sorry, whole sorry. Better than me. The... Better than me, Rosemary. It's been over a year. <laughs> How is the sperm alive? She goes, to, sorry, she goes to the fertility clinic basically <gasps> on a whim and then comes back No, pregnant. it wasn't on a whim. She had been building up the whole season to like, I need to have a baby. I need to have a child. I'm going to have this child independent of any dickhead I go out with, etc. The sister had been egging yeah, her on. Yeah, yeah, If you pardon the pun. Oh, Jesus right? Christ. And then she went off and she decided he was the last straw. She was getting pregnant. Now it's all coming back to me now. Like, it's all coming back to me now. I love how you forgot all this and now yeah. you're telling me. Yeah, I know, but you've got it half you're wrong. You're telling me. You've got it half wrong. Anyway. Yes. Jack, massive misogynist. Cannot talk about his feelings, but in the way that like, somehow he's portrayed as this a great brother, a great like business owner, a great friend, excellent boyfriend, has a few problems that he's not really dealing with that well. But could you blame him? Look, he was in the war. And then they keep doing these really weird flashbacks. The flashbacks to him being in the war, I'm like, who came up with this show and was like, you know what, we're going to need a whole set piece now that is that is supposed to be Afghanistan. But who's your man also? What's his name? Brady. Is that his name? The handsome dude. Oh. The handsome dyed head dude. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, Brady. And he's like, he comes into him halfway through in season four. He's like, Jack, like, I just really, I'm sorry about, you know, everything that I did. And I really want to be your mate. And Jack's like, 
sorry, like too bad. Like too bad you ever made an apology. Like, sorry. You sorry, think, Beatrice. You think we can be oh, friends again? Once again, Beatrice, revisionist history. <laughs> right, Brady, Brady came into this thing in season two, right? <laughs> oh, no, but I'm saying in season four, he came in and said I this. I know. Oh, but my in God, season two, he came into it. Jack took, like, even though he was a loose cannon when they were in the army, right? They were, like, in the same platoon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you right now. They were in the same you were actually so Jack was in charge, and then he was like, "Oh, we really can't trust Brady." He he took a chance on him. Brady was like, "I've turned things around. I've turned over a new leaf." Took a chance on him. Jack hired him in the bar, and then Brady stole from him. And then he was like, "Last chance you're out." Then Brady went and started working for the lumber yards. Is actually dealing drugs, and Jack was like, "Brady's bad news. He needs to stay out of my life." Brady's involved with the drug dealers. Then Brady fucks Jack's sister, and now Brady comes back and says, "Sorry," and you want Jack to give him a hook? Bruce, no. Me. Oh, sorry, Rosemary, I love the fact you're like, <laughs> uh-uh. oh, sorry, Beatrice. But like, yes, Rosemary, I knew all of that. This goes back to Don saying I'm too forgiving. Yes, I was you like, you are way too forgiving. Rosemary, he said he was sorry. He said he was sorry and he was sorry. And he's obviously been shot in the lung for Jack or whatever, like in some part of his body. Brady didn't get Rosemary. shot. Yes, he did. He got, he got like, shaved in the prison. <laughs> There you go. Jack was the one who got shot by Vince. You are actually annoying me right Sorry, now, Rosemary. Can I also no. just say, right? Be quiet for no. a second. Be no, quiet. No, no Rosemary. No. I want to, no. I want to say something else. Also, okay. it is not an offense to Jack that Brady, as you said, shagged his sister. Okay, I that is said fucked his sister. Okay, that just goes to show you're so fucking rude. You can't you That is actually shagged. their private business, and Take that is your not tiny little that puppet is, hand. Put it down. <laughs> Everywhere she says she's doing this really weird Muppet hat. So like, are you. That's for you. Head record. That is not an offense to Jack. You were like, did this, did this, the platoon did this, did this, did no, this. No, sorry. And then Beatrice. shagged his sister. Shagged Lower his your sister. voice. Lower your objection. Age your voice. Up. Lower it right now. Sorry. While he was in I'm not even with no. the drug dealer. He would have known. What he would have known that that wasn't Rosemary. okay with Jack. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need Jack's permission <laughs> to fuck. <laughs> when they can't curse me I was trying <laughs> why does that mean I'm in hell I was mm, well. I was literally trying to say it my voice just disappeared <laughs> anyway he doesn't need okay, Jack's fine. permission His okay? sister, Jack's sister doesn't belong to him but my anyway, point is irre- no shh irrelevant the point is that I was making is that Jack is very unforgiving he came in he'd been shivved in the neck wherever he'd been shivved mm. and he was like Jack I'm with your sister. I fucked her a few times. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to make oh up God. with you. You literally looked like I'm a s- bold child. Like I said it. Make a What's point. your you said problem? It. Good job. Sorry. Good job. I'm Go sorry. I don't want to make up with you. And Jack's like, get out with his quasi-American Australian accent. Get out of my bar. But like, what more do you want, Jack? Look, there's 20 of us living in this town. He wants get to go grip. live in a different town and shag someone else's sister. That's Sorry, what he wants. That's anyway, not going to happen. Sorry, can I just get back to it? If oh. you were, okay, if you're a showrunner on this on this TV show, right, you're like, you know what we need now? Okay, we need a guy who's been in the army, so we'll have some flashbacks to the army. We need Preacher and the whole 
So Preacher is Jack's now business partner. Do you remember there was a whole storyline where some woman was coming and flirting with Preacher and trying to get him to come and work in a restaurant in New York? Oh, yeah. Season two. But excuse me. so many different bizarre storylines. I... and Ricky's gone to join the army now as well. Sorry, there is a problem with Preacher, though. I'm like, I don't want to be... He's not past hot. Re- oh, he is very hot. But I don't want to be past remark. The problem is when he smiles, he sucks on his two front teeth. And, he goes, <laughs> and that is incredibly unattractive. And this poor guy, somebody needs to tell him because he could be a big movie star. But like, this is going to hold I him back. I don't think he could. I think Preacher looks like like the stand-in for a hot guy. You mean like no, he's an almost hot guy? He's a very attractive person. I if he wasn't being given this... Shit, per- this shit roll. Oh shit! Yeah, and not Such being told like stop sucking your teeth. Like it's okay. not cool. So preacher, stop sucking your teeth. But the, basically, there's a storyline with preacher and the girly fancies and her son and her ex husband. Oh no, no, we've moved on. He's now fancying some ninety year old. His taekwondo teacher, or whatever. Yeah, she's ninety. It's amazing. She's so flexible. She's so old. <laughs> I don't think she's that old, but okay. You're, we're just used to seeing men date teenagers on no, TV. No, no, just... Ro- no, Rosemary. She literally looks 4,000 years old and <laughs> she is bending her head. I actually haven't seen any Taekwondo out of her. Just heard a lot of Taekwondo talk from her. I think it's her. actually judo. Oh, okay. well, I haven't seen any flexibility. I've just heard a lot of talk about it. Okay. I've seen a lot of cheese eating. My point is, is the amount of unnecessary storylines in the show. I also wonder, Rosemary, seriously, all jokes aside, like this... The the guys in this show, they're like, We're going to I'm gonna bring my girlfriend out for a picnic, right? They actually have picnic baskets, number one. Oh, what yeah. guy has those? And then they pack actual picnics and then they unpack actual picnics, like in the park. They're like, oh, my sorry. picnic blanket, my fire, blah, 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 blah. I've literally been like once brought on a picnic and it was like this guy was like, I brought my sunglasses, what did you bring? And luckily I'd brought all the food and the drink. <laughs> But like, what the hell? (laughs) Sorry, can I actually, I'm now having a flashback to the current season. There was also a near plane crash. Oh God, I forgot about that. Thought about dad. There was also, oh, there was also your man who had the heart attack outside the supermarket. There's a lot of storylines that you're like, supermarket? I I don't know why, Beatrice, just stop it, stop it. I don't know why that was even in it. Like there's so many storylines. And then there's, so there's Jack's ex-girlfriend who he was dating or had just finished dating when your one, what's her name, Mel, moved to Virgin River and she then announces that she's pregnant with twins and they're jacks. This is the very start of season one. She's now... Was that season one? That was season one. She's now five months pregnant. I know. I literally messed you. I was like, how is your one still pregnant? Like, what is going on? How are these babies not teenagers by now? Can I give you the major spoiler at the end of the thing? Yeah, go for it. If you haven't watched the whole of Virgin River, just stop listening to this right now. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. At the very last episode, she announces that her fiancé is leaving her, right? They're breaking up. And she's like, God is punishing me for all the bad things I've done and Jack and Mel are there and she's crying she's on the floor and oh yeah she's collapsed so they've called an ambulance she was like I'm going to lose the babies blah 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 like blah, we don't know blah 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 because what happens next so she goes like God is punishing me I'm going to lose the babies because of all the bad things I've done they're like you haven't done anything bad and she goes I have Jack the twins aren't yours okay <laughs> oh that's <laughs> after it after all the drama that's it he planned her baby shower Beatrice I thought you were going to say like she had like no babies in her like the twin, who cares? Because that's I mean, the we whole don't. Storyline that's of the like four seasons has been Jack's like grand Charmaine back like, and forth oh. between Charmaine and Mel, and like how will he provide for these kids? And now he's setting up a fucking RV, um, <laughs> setting up an airstream business, Beatrice, to provide for these babies that aren't his. So Jack, get in the RV, drive away. You're like no good for Mel. Charmaine, thanks a lot. No problem. Your kids are better off without him. Bye, bye, Jack. Virgin. Bye bye. <laughs> okay, Beatrice I cannot McCabe, even cope show with this. Name or extraordinaire. Yeah, that but is like, what? I feel like I've just watched four episodes of absolute what? nothing. Oh wait, I have. You have. What to you is the central storyline of Virgin River? Like, what's the big question or the quest or you know what I mean? What's the journey? What? What's the what's the central storyline? I only of watched River? it because you told me to. I know, but I'm asking you what, what, because I feel like there's so many different well, storylines I, I don't know what. I didn't what. finish watching it, so there must be none. And sorry, at the end of season three, did Doc not find out that he has cancer or something and he hasn't told Hope yet? Huh? Did he not find out that he's dying of something? I don't think so. I thought he did at the end of season what's three. The, what's the thing that I care the most about? I need not to get those a notebook. two Egypts. I like that teenager with the like. I want to know what's going on with her. Ricky. What and, about the like? And, and your one who works in the in the yeah. What about bakery? Doc's grandson? Oh, and Denny. The, yeah. What about what's going on with him? He's got Huntington's disease, Beatrice. Which one? What do you mean? Which one? Excuse me. Now that you've given me one spoiler, do you need to give them all? Oh, what's your problem? Sorry, fuck. I forgot that. I thought you got my to that arse. point. Oh, give me a break, you absolute bitch! I thought you got to there. Sorry. Oh, you sound, oh, you sound. Oh, you sound. When he so, was like, "I can't be with you." We knew there was. Who are you talking about? Going. I haven't watched that episode. Denny, 
I haven't watched that episode. Danny Doc's grandson. I have His not watched mystery grandson. It. I have not watched it. I thought he was going to say because I'm gay. He does have very groomed eyebrows. I know that's your Achilles heel. Yes. And at one point he kissed her on the bridge and I was like, that seemed extremely... Chaste. No, uncomfortable for him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted her to get back with Ricky. Yeah, I know. Even though Ricky's an absolute combo. But like, He's why back. do we want girls to get with guys who are significantly less worthy of them that's because we have been raised in a culture in which we are tr- we are trained to be yeah, male I'm just thinking objects of desire look at me right now Rick look yes, at me right you now you are a male object a of pure desire object you're of wearing male your desire. new target underwear and you're looking all I hot. I mean all I do is just sit around being trained to be a male Losing object of desire, desire. Yeah. no I mean I do nothing for, I do desire. nothing for myself everything I do is, is for in Dom. service no is in the service of masculine the male gaze bit. Yes, correct. Thank you, Rosemary. Not to be confused with the male gaze. Like we were saying, Denny might be <laughs> No, the male gaze. G-A-Z-E. Z. Z! Fuck off. What did you say earlier? Cope with you. You nothing. said something I said nothing, Rosemary. Rosemary, your tit for tat is actually pathetic. Oh, my tits are glorious. Thanks. Anyway, my point is, what is the central question of virgin rubber? I think the central question is, I don't even know, like, how bland can one person's life be before it becomes too bland? Little town. It's a quiet village. It's such a quiet village. Okay, mom, are you coming in like seven beats behind me on purpose? No, no, I was correcting your, I was correcting the actual words you're using. Every day, like the one before. Go on, go on. No, you go on. Little town and all the people in it. Full of little people. Waking up to say you're not correct. Bonjour. Fuck off. <laughs> go on, go again. Go again what? Sing it again from the beginning. I'm not it. Do it. Oh, hang on, I'm getting the lyrics. Are you joking right now? No. I'm not going to be corrected by you. I will find the lyrics. I'm not going to correct you again. Go on. No. The point to me is... God, what is the point? Is it like, is Mel going to be happy? No. no. Because she's with Jack. I don't think that's the point because it never, because even the most important female characters are always second fiddle to the male characters. Even she as the midwife, blah, 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 like alleged heroine. Her role is secondary. Like she's never, she's not a doctor. When she is, even in this most recent season, there's a new doctor who can mm. override her decisions. Like she's never, it's very, very, very traditional in the way that I, I actually object to, you know, that like yeah. I was going, this isn't really cool. Like why is she? Well, why is I, she I'm crying why, over Jack and not just going like, see you later, loser? But also, also why is the doctor, the doc, so objecting to her and so accepting of the male well, she you know, does point that out. Yeah, one, she does. But so what? Time. It doesn't make yeah, her go like, fuck off, I'm leaving. You know, she's super like, oh, you were really difficult to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but Jack's a maniac. They're all main. Like, honestly, the my main takeaway is this is a vehicle for men to, for women to watch men be in charge. And I don't think that's the objective. But I think that is, that is my big takeaway. Oh, it's so depressing. Even your man who like... Even though you're saying I want her to end, I want that teenager to end up with the guy who's going like she should. She is dead right to say, and I don't know what ends up in the what happens at the end, but she is dead right to say like you lied to me and you didn't tell me what's going on. Yeah, I never want to speak to you again. Instead, we're all supposed to be like, oh, I hope she forgives him. 
I don't hope she forgives him. I hope she is dead right and like continues and he learns a lesson that which is I shouldn't like the things that he kept from her weren't even things that needed to be kept from her. No, you know, no, no, no. Well, basically, just in case you haven't watched. No, he kept the fact that he's joined the army. But I think it's really in- interesting. Like he kept his he had a path for himself and a vision for himself and he pursued it at all costs and he didn't include her in it yeah and women are supposed to sit around and be supportive of whatever their men choose well that it's their storyline yeah like it's, just it's like the male Mel, storyline all of them are the same like whatever mm. Jack chooses Mel has to adapt around. She, the, in fact the first premise is that he, she joins a city she m- moves to the city where he's already the future father of Charmaine like she has to adapt around Charmaine and she does and she has to treat Charmaine during her pregnancy and she does you know and she has to put up that she has to take it on the chin she has to be okay with it and they and we're all like oh god she's so brave she's so good she says this she said that at a certain point like where are the men you know bending for their women in this show nowhere so like Ugh. I'm actually now that we've talked about it horrified that now I've watched I'm it I'm not going to watch why are we watching this I am going to watch I am going to watch the next season though so you're not going to watch the end of it I've well okay I will now. I will I will but only if we can like complain some more and then tag whoever the creators are of are the of this are and tell them that it was crap. Like this was entirely <laughs> hey, anti-sexist. Was crap. Anti-sexist. No, it was sexist. Yeah, I like yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, anti-feminist. Yeah. yeah, I like I enjoy. I actually enjoyed it. Like, and I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed the female characters that they built. I thought that the female characters were not crap, but the situations that they put them in and the behaviors that they yeah. forced them to accede to are not. Not what I would have wished for my heroines. Yeah, the storylines they give them are crap and definitely, yeah. yeah, you're right, are like secondary. What is, before we wrap up this thrilling episode where we give, well, actually that was, I mean, pretty intelligent for us. What's a good feminist show, do you think, that I watch or that exists? Oh, I mean, Westworld is a pretty good feminist show and yet it isn't, right? It was up until season two and then season three with um, why did they need to introduce your man from Breaking Bad, Aaron, whatever his name is. Oh, like, I don't think I've got to that season. I only watched season one. I appreciate him. Yeah, I appreciate him as an actor, but like, I don't think that's where the plot needs to go. You do these two great female feminist protagonists and you made it about a man. Season three, that was totally unrelated. Westworld, that is Evan Rachel Wood, just yeah, to clarify. Yeah, Evan Rachel Wood and Thalian, Thandy Thandy Newton. Thandy Newton. I'm not sure how you pronounce her new her new name. Maybe it's, maybe it's also Thandy. She corrected the spelling of it oh. recently. It oh, might still be Thandy. I appreciate both of those actors and wondered why the new season couldn't truly be anchored around one of them and their new environment. It didn't, like, it could have, I mean, Evan Rachel Wood had a large part to play, but it was more your man. He was equally important, if not considered the protagonist. And you're like, you're not interesting. I don't care about you. I'm not invested in your story. I've watched Mm. two seasons of this person, like, escaping, you know, escaping this weird... Cage, basically. Yeah, like, escaping this weird, kind of, like, monitored... Constructed false, reality. Yeah, false reality. And now, like, I'm supposed to care about this dude who's just like a total dimwit off the side of the road. No, not don't care. Like him, but no. Right, Aaron Paul. And what do you think is a, um, a feminist show that you watch? Or while well, you love all the... All the I mean, maybe you think potentially Love Island is incredibly feminist in an anti-feminist way. No, no, I'm not joking. I never watch that build... Is that a word? Bilge? Yeah, it is, yeah. No, I don't think Love Island is feminist at all. I think, uh, like, I watch it, It's but it's like, like, genuinely the definition of car crash television where I'm like, this is awful. I don't know why I'm looking at it. I shouldn't look at it. Do you know what I mean? Like, this isn't good for anyone. It's not good for me. It's not good for the contestants. I don't think it's a net positive. I don't know why I watch it. I was going to say, 
Jessica Jones. Hmm. I thought it was quite an interesting, I mean, like it's very tropey, but I did like the fact that she is a very difficult character and is not at any point. I mean, she has like certain trauma in her life, but there's no sense that she's trying to become quote unquote nicer. Do you know what I mean? Like she's not no, but trying also, to. No, also you're supposed to just like her for who she is. Yes. Which is yeah. very much how men are created on TV, yes. right? Like, yeah, she's... it's not like, oh, this person may redeem themselves and you'll like them eventually. Yeah. It's like you need to like them as they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched Oregon. I don't know. I mean, actually, it's interesting to me now that I'm saying this, like, because these two TV shows that I'm about to say are like both European. So, like, is it more a European thing to present women in a less, you know, idealistic or less, less kind traditional? Of traditional? Yeah. Because yeah. I was also going to say Warrior Nun, and that's a Spanish show. Oh, well, Borgen was great, where um, I can't remember what her name is, but she's also in Westworld. And she is, and there's a new season oh, out that I haven't yeah, seen, and she's the name. president or like prime minister of Sweden. I don't know what country it is. I think it's Sweden. Anyway, and she's like, you know, she's a she has her troubles at home. She has like she doesn't have a perfect private life, and like she has a very actually conflicted private life. She has kids. She has profession, and it, it shows a lot of like really the challenges of wanting to have all these things at once. But she is likable, you know. I mean, she doesn't necessarily always do the things that you want her to do, or like say the things you want her to. Do, but like she's, I think, a good character. Mm. And then the other one is Call Your Agent. I think oh, that's yeah. just been remade. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't. I t- think I told you to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's actually called 10%, 10%, right, in France, because that's the amount that an agent gets from oh. their talent, theoretically. And it is hilarious. It's like 30 minutes of sheer unbridled hilarity. Yeah, I've heard it's brilliant. Yeah, and every every episode has a different true celebrity, like a guest starring on the show, you oh. know, so like Juliette Binoche or... What's her face? Sigourney Weaver, like, you know, like or in the first, the first season and two, first two seasons are like mainly French actors because it was a French TV mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. But the characters in it are they're obviously men and women, but some of the main characters are female, are women, and they are so totally bitchy. You know what I mean? Not looking to be the most liked. They're looking mm. to be the most successful in their agency. And I, Camille Cotton is my new idol. I brought her hair picture of her hair to the hairdresser who did nothing similar. Oh, <laughs> but I was like, this one is amazing. I bought red boots because she was wearing these red high heel boots. I bought a pair of red boots. From, I haven't seen you wear these. Oh red yeah, boots. they're upstairs. They're red ankle boots from what's her name, who used to be the head of Jimmy Choo, Tamara Mellon. Oh, it was the closest I could find. Like I did a massive internet search. It was the closest I could find. They're okay. They're not exactly what she was wearing, but she was wearing like this. She just has great style. Obviously, Mrs. French woman style, but like also very like fuck you style. And I just like her a lot. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Call Your Agent, Borgen, Jessica Jones, Warrior Nun. And what was the first one you mentioned? Virgin Rubber. Virgin Rubber. And Love Island. <laughs> Love Island. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. If you missed us last week, remember you can get us on patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister where for, for $5 a month you get an extra episode each and every Friday. And we have a bank of, I think, over 50 now exclusive Patreon episodes. So if you ever miss us, you can get 50 new episodes that you've never heard before over there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Petrified, the horror fiction anthology podcast from a darker Ireland is back. Who's there? Petrified tells the chilling tales of ordinary people encountering the supernatural and their terrifying fates. Oh, dear God! Reverend Mother! CrimeReads.com said Petrified is extremely well written, expertly produced, and brilliantly acted. Don't leave me here! 
Petrified Series 2 out now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.